0: What if the reason we're so obsessed with love is because we're using love to avoid dealing with our problems? In today's episode, we're going to try to answer a question. Why is it that, for a lot of us, love and relationships can often feel like the most important thing in the world? Well, some of us are romantics, while others might use romance for practical reasons. But for many of us, there's a motivation that's probably quite unexpected. Which is simply, life is hard. And love can often feel like the one area in our life that has a chance to get better. So we fixate on love because it's a lot easier than dealing with the problems in our life. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, you know how when you have an exam coming up, instead of studying, it's way easier to just procrastinate by playing video games. Right? For a lot of us, life is that exam and love is the video game. Because think about it, what makes a good video game? Well, a good game can't be too easy because then you wouldn't find it stimulating or engaging. And yet, it can't be too hard right away either because then you just give up. But when it's just the right amount of challenging and there's always another goal slightly out of reach, there is nothing in the world more fun and more addictive because you're constantly focused on the next level and the next level and the next level. Sound familiar? Take a look at this game. Level one, go on a date. Level two, get in a relationship. Level three, move in together. Level four, get married. Level five, have kids. The name of this game is the Relationship Escalator. Now, it's not too easy, because there's another person involved, but not too hard either. Because we've already seen other people play this game over and over, so we generally know how to get from one level to another. This is a game that, once you start playing it, it can become so addictive, so all-encompassing, that it's easy to completely lose yourself and forget all concepts of time and space. So if you think about it, romance is basically the most fun, most addictive video game ever made. Now, you might ask, okay, Steve, so romance is like a fun video game. What's the problem? Well, let me tell you a story. A few years ago, I met this kind, beautiful, intelligent woman, and we started climbing the relationship escalator. We started going on dates, we became exclusive, we moved in together, and on the surface, everything looked wonderful. We had great chemistry, we were affectionate with each other, and to all the people around us, we were hashtag couples goals. But below the surface, there were cracks in the foundation. For example, we'd be lying in bed cuddling. Which should be the most relaxing, most comfortable thing in the world, right? And yet, in the back of my mind, there was always this gnawing feeling, this ambient anxiety that there's something I'm avoiding, something I should be doing. And the more I try to ignore this feeling, the more I fixate on it, like a leaky sink in the background. Drip, 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 drip. Never stopping never letting me feel peace. Then there were the arguments. As most couples do, we'd get into fights about very minor things. And many times, I was the person in the wrong. And it would have been so easy to just say, Yeah, honey, you know what? You're right. I shouldn't have done that. But instead, no matter what, I simply refused to admit to being wrong. So what should have been an easily resolved disagreement would turn into this massive argument where both sides come out bleeding emotionally. Now, none of this made any sense. After going on countless dates, I finally met this wonderful person who I really enjoy being with. Wasn't this supposed to be the thing that finally makes me happy? So why are these things happening? Well, The thing with fun games like the Relationship Escalator is that we tend to prefer them over not-so-fun games. And you know what's a game that's really hard, not always rewarding, and at times can just straight-up suck? Life. You know how we mentioned that if a game is too hard right from the beginning, it can be so frustrating that it's tempting to just give up, right? Well... The game of life can often be like that. Think about it. Let's say you're currently stuck in a career path that makes you miserable. If you want to do something about it, first, you got to make the hard decision to leave your current job. Then, you got to worry about money problems and how society is going to judge you. Then, you got to decide what career you actually want. Then, you got to retrain for that career, find jobs, interview for them, start from the bottom build your way up. I'm exhausted just saying that. Whatever the problem in your life is, whether it's a job you don't like, or a family member that's constantly crossing boundaries, or an unhealthy lifestyle that's literally killing you, dealing with these things can often seem really scary, really hard, and certainly not anyone's idea of fun. But you know what is fun and much easier? Of course, I'm talking about your favorite video game, The Relationship Escalator. Do you ever notice that when things get tough, people love to procrastinate by playing video games? This is because video games satisfy one of our fundamental human needs, the need to feel a sense of progress. As human beings, we really want to feel like we're making progress in something, that somehow our lives are improving that things are getting better. And what a good video game does is that it gives us the illusion that we're making progress in something, that somehow our life is moving forward. And no game does this better than the relationship escalator. Think about it. Our entire lives, we've been told how our life should go. Meet someone, get married, have kids. So every time we hit one of these relationship milestones, What do we feel? You see, guys, I just moved in with my boyfriend. I'm making progress in my life. Things are moving forward. But the problem is, if we can satisfy our craving for progress with this fun video game, why would we bother dealing with the hard problems in our lives? Why would you bother with the scary, monumental task of finding the right career when you can just go on a date? Why would you bother to quit drinking join a gym, and change your whole diet when you can just ask your girlfriend to move in with you? For me, it wasn't until after my relationship was over that I realized this was exactly what I was doing. You see, that background anxiety I felt? It turns out that was because I was pursuing a career I hated in order to impress other people. I knew it in the back of my mind, but I was too scared to admit it or do anything about it. And as for why I always had to be right in arguments, that was because in my childhood, my mother was very absent. And when she was around, I always had to do things perfectly to earn her love and attention. So it was actually this irrational fear that if I admit I did something wrong, my partner would abandon me, the same way my mom did. But even though there were these serious problems in my life that I needed to deal with, the relationship escalator made me feel like my life was actually moving forward. So, instead of dealing with these big scary things, it was just way easier to work on the relationship and watch it go up that escalator. Basically, I was telling myself, See? My life isn't a mess. We just moved in together. Soon we're going to get married and have kids. Nothing's wrong. Everything's great. But deep down, every single one of us knows that just because we avoid something doesn't mean it'll just go away. And look, I get it. I've been there. Why would you want to play a hard video game when the easy and comfortable one is sitting right there? But here's the good news. Whatever you might feel about these problems now, when you actually start to deal with them, none of these things ever turn out to be as unpleasant as you think they are. And if you think about it, you actually already have proof of that. Think back to the last time you had to make a difficult decision. Perhaps you had to put an end to a toxic relationship. Or maybe you had to fire an insubordinate employee. Or you had to lay down some boundaries with a parent. Whatever it was, after you did the thing, what did you feel? I'm guessing you felt, Well, that kind of sucked but not nearly as bad as I thought. This whole time, I've been psyching myself out for that? Damn, I want to do more. What other difficult decision can I make today? You see, the problem with using relationships to avoid our issues is that not only will we eventually have to deal with them anyways, but on top of that, we can't even enjoy our relationships. Because the guilt and anxiety we feel for avoiding our problems is always going to be there in the background ruining everything. On the other hand, when you actually face your problems, not only can you be fully present in your relationship, but you also get something completely priceless. Peace of mind. After my relationship ended, I was forced to confront the things that I've been avoiding this whole time, which included leaving the career I disliked and working through my issues about my mother. Now, it wasn't easy and it took a really, really long time. But after I finally did it, for the first time in my life, I can finally say, I'm at peace. That dripping noise in the background is finally gone. You see, here's the thing. Relationships are beautiful, precious things. They shouldn't be used as distractions to avoid dealing with our problems. If you truly care about your partner and your relationship, then the most romantic thing you can do is to take the time to deal with your problems. Because your partner deserves it. But most importantly, so do you. If you were able to get some value out of today's episode, please pay it forward and send it to someone else that you think it can help. My name is Steve, Thank you so much for listening to Slightly Less Clueless. Take care, and I'll see you next time.